download the Hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au. For Bucks Kids, thanks to Harvey Norman Computers, your BYOD specialist. They've got you covered. Drayton State School is where I'm at right now with Izzy. How are you? Good. That's good. Are you ready to play Alpha Bucks Kids? Yes. Yes. Are you nervous? Yes. Remember, it's just a game. We're just about having some fun, okay? Yeah. Okay, good. All right, one letter, 10 questions, 30 seconds to play. So, what do you win? Well, for every correct answer that you give, you get 20 bucks to spend at Harvey Norman. Okay. okay. Now, if you get all 10 right, that's when you win $200 to spend at Harvey Norman, but you also win for your school a $5,000 Harvey Norman prize pack. That would be pretty cool, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, big thank you once again to Harvey Norman Computers, your BYOD specialist. They've got you covered. Izzy, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here are the rules. You've got 30 seconds to answer. We take your first answer. All answers must be different. You can't use the same answer twice. You can pass, and we'll come back to it if we have time. Get all 10 right. That's when you win the big prize. Okay. You got it? Yeah. All right. Your letter for today is the letter P okay. for platypus. Okay. Got it? Okay. And your time starts now. Name a type of pet. Um, pass. And name something that you use at kindy. Play-Doh. A cartoon for kids. Pass. Name something that you give someone on their birthday. Present. Name an Australian animal. Platypus. Name someone who lives in a castle. Uh, princess. Name a type of food. Pass. Name something on a bed. Blanket. Wait, no. No. Nope. <laughs> name something you eat off. Oh, I'm going to give you that. Oh, blanket. That's okay. It happens. You said the first thing that was on your on your mind, all right, and it's pretty close. It's just not a P word. All right. And you did get pillow afterwards, but we've got to take your first answer. Okay. Okay. So I've got you down as one, two, three, four, and the last one you got just on the buzzer. I'm going to give you that to you as well. So that's five. Five out of ten. We didn't even get through all ten questions. You've done very well. Congratulations. That's a hundred bucks for you to spend at Harvey Norman. Are you going to spend it or are you going to give it to your family to spend? Um, you can spend it. Depends on, <laughs> depends on what's on store. Okay, so you might buy the rest of the family some presents. Yeah. Maybe. All right, see how it goes. Well, congratulations. Give me a high five. Big thank you to Harvey Norman Computers, your BYOD specialist. They've got you covered. Thanks, uh, Izzy. Thanks. Did you want to say thank you to anyone? Uh, thanks, Harvey Norman. Good work. Okay, class, that's the end of another week. Any questions? As a matter of fact, yes, I do have some questions. I always have some questions on a Friday, something for you to ponder across the weekend. I mean, if you've got a lull in whatever you're doing across the weekend, you might want to just fill that lull with the answering of this question. If you want to answer it straight away, by all means, 13, 12, 16, or hit us up at our Facebook page, Hit South Queensland. Let's get into it, shall we? With the Black Friday sale starting today, a lot of places are offering stuff up for sale. And they always bandy about the term, while stocks last. While stocks last. Hey, you can have this at this amount. While stocks last. But is that how you say it? Is it while stocks last or while stock 
lasts. Hear the difference? While stocks last or while stock lasts? I've heard commercials in this past week with both saying that. Now, I'm pretty sure they're the only two variations you can do. I'm pretty sure you can't do while stock lasts or while stocks lasts. Two S's. Doesn't work. So which is it? Is it while stocks last or while stock lasts? Can it be both? Can it be all four? I don't know. Here's another one. We all know that Mike is short for Michael. So why isn't bike short for Michael? That makes sense. Okay. I promise that's the worst. If we have a cracking idea, like an idea that we think nobody else has thought about, we think this is it. I've, I live by the theory everybody in their lifetime will have one cracking idea you can make money from, at least. Now, if we Google our cracking idea to see if it already exists and nothing comes up, do you think there's a chance that Google's going to steal it? Because if they do, it's our word against theirs. They're a multinational, global, billion-dollar company. Who are they going to believe? One last one. This is for the uni students. Is one of the first important things you learn at uni which tutes, assignments and lectures you can skip without failing? I'm pretty sure it would be. It's like, okay, how do I get through the next three to seven years doing the, the most minute amount of work as possible? Let's do this. I'm not, I don't want to do the stuff that I'm not getting points for, not getting graded on. Doesn't matter. I just need to do the stuff I need to do and that's it. Anyway, they're my questions for today. I thought I'd take this opportunity to run through a few road trip rules because over the last couple of weeks, uh, now obviously Paris isn't with us, but when Paris was with us, we did some travelling. And a lot of people will be doing some travelling over the Christmas holidays, uh, a bit of road tripping. So I've jotted down from our experiences over the last couple of weeks and from road tripping in the past uh, a few a few tips, a few rules when it comes to um, road tripping. And look, one of them, the number one rule is a very important one. It's the one that you must abide by. So these are just a few things that I've learnt uh, just recently when it comes to, to road tripping. For starters, the first thing, Dolby Maccas has three windows in its drive through Okay. Uh, I didn't realize this. So the first one you pay at, that's standard. The second one is to pick up your, your food. And, and normally two windows is enough. But Dolby Maccas has another one around the corner where you need to pick up your drinks. I did not know that. I was waiting at window number two for a long time until they said, move along, drinks at the next window. It's up and around the corner, just so you know. Here's another one. If you hear something rattling in the back of your car or vibrating or whatever, you're anyway, in any way making any noise, pull over straight away, secure it. Because you got to fix the problem straight away. If you don't, it gets really annoying real quick. And if you're on a long drive and you get to a point where you can't pull over anywhere, you're in some trouble. Because once you hear it, you cannot unhear it. It is so annoying. On that, similar concept, never let a fly in. There's nothing more annoying than having just one single fly buzzing around you or buzzing around in your line of sight at your windscreen. Get that thing out soon as you can, get that thing out. Here's another one for you. Never eat a whole pack of fantails in one sitting. It's good while you're doing it. And it's for any lollies. When you get a pack of road trip lollies, don't eat the whole lot in one sitting. 
You need to just sort of stretch that out a little because it's good while it happens. For me, it's fantails or minties. But then by the end of the pack, you're full of regrets and your, your belly is hurting. And one last one, and this is the most important one out of all of them. If you only do this one, forget the other four. If you only do this one, always, always do up your shoelaces before going into the public toilets. Because people don't care. They pee anywhere. Your shoelaces are like tiny little long sponges. They'll suck that up. It's so gross. Do up your shoelaces before going into the public toilets. The number one rule of road tripping. Swamp Regional Council Mayor Paul Antonio, how are you? Great to be with you, Hamish. Yes. Are you into a bit of R&B? Well, if you're talking about reef and beef, yes, I am. (laughs) But rhythm and blues? Yeah, I really am. I... I'm um, fortunate to have a really broad appreciation of uh, music and yep. enjoy sitting and listening to good music. Yeah. And that's a very broad range. Some of it you would not appreciate, but some yep. of it you would. Yeah. Um, R&B's in your mix. Absolutely in the mix, mate. Oh, you'd be getting around R&B Friday at your council chambers then, just <laughs> with your bling on and all that stuff. And we'll have reef and beef for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Uh, now, I know that you're a very busy man. Not only uh, you, uh, you've probably got plenty of meetings today, and then there's, uh, there's Black Friday sales on as well so you might want to whip down to Harvey's and pick up a bargain. Mm. But you're actually here for uh, quite an important reason because there's a big thing happening on Sunday. Yes, there is. At, at the Crow's Nest Showgrounds, and we're going to be supported by the Crow's Nest Show Society, of course, and many other groups. But the Toowoomba Regional Council has decided that we'll have a thank you day out there for the volunteers and all those who participated. That fire was a very serious fire. Oh. It was deliberately lit. And, of course, the weather conditions, particularly that, uh, that Sunday when we had that roaring westerly that took mm. the fire right down into the Somerset region where it burnt uh, about three or four houses. Uh, well, fortunately, we only lost one house. 20,000 hectares, which is 50,000 acres, mm. 100K of fire boundary to, to protect. Yep. So it's been a very big exercise. And, of course, as days go by, what's happening now is the risk is, is slowly reducing, but it will depend on the weather. But I want to particularly pay my tribute to the, the fire service and all those who were involved, the volunteers, uh, the, the assistant commissioner in this area, Daryl King. He and I were ringing each other five and six times a day for updates. What can we do? Who can I talk to? And it was an amazing community effort. Now, some people were quite scarred by that. When mm. your town has to be have the hospital evacuated, all those sort of things... That provides you with some some thoughts, some negative thoughts. Yeah. And in this particular case, uh, we're going to have something out there just to let people know that we're on their side. We want to support them, and uh, we want to learn from the fact that there's been a very serious fire, and uh, we don't want that kind of thing to happen again, Hamish. So, when it came to uh, all the fireys and and the volunteers, um, uh, how, how many are we talking? Do you, oh, do we, we know were numbers? talking. We were talking hundreds. Yeah. On the fire face yeah. every day. But we're also talking about, um, you know, people from the Permanent Fire Brigade, the State Emergency Service. Don't forget the backup and the amazing work that was done by the police force. The ambulance were there the whole time. Our parks and wildlife people were there. The state governments were. Red Cross was heavily involved in Mm. the evacuation centres. The show society and amazing, our great friends at the Salvation Army produced some 5,000 meals to take out yeah. there. Yeah. We got the army involved as well, the army from Kabbalah. Mm. I think the uh, there were helicopters, high-tech helicopters coming out of Oki wow. that were yep. actually going over the fire at night, picking out where the more difficult areas were. Mm. So this was one of the most amazing combined efforts. But can I particularly mm. thank the people from Ergon Energy, as it used to be known, Energy Queensland now, 
uh, we had crews from all over come there to repair the fire, uh, the fire damage that yep. was created to the power line that went into Crestbrook. And that was horrific. That yeah. what had happened there. There were a number of poles burnt down. The wires had to be replaced, and they did that in very quick time. They really worked hard, and I, you know, you've got to take your hat off to those guys. I live on the end of a power line at uh, in my hometown of Mulmerin, uh, well out of town. And if there's something goes wrong, those guys are there in, in no time at all. And yeah. I really take my hat off to the, their devotion to their duty. Yeah, well, not just them, obviously. You've, you've mentioned all the other guys as well. Everybody, <coughs> a combined effort from everyone involved was just amazing, uh, the support that they gave. So what's happening on, on Sunday? Well, we're going to have a very special barbecue. <clears throat> uh, there'll be live music from uh, the band The Young and the Restless. <clears throat> and there'll be a lot of children's activities. But it's about informing people of what they can do. Mm. Uh, we have counsellors out there at the moment, lifeline counsellors available to people, and I know they're being used. And, of course, um, anyone that's been injured or whatever it might be, and I know that there was a very unpleasant attack on a lady by a big dog that's been put down since. Oh. We went and saw her in hospital the mm -hmm. other day, and she's uh, requiring skin grafts, and it's horrific, the damage that's been mm. done to her leg. Mm. So all those people. But we've got to learn from this, Hamish. Yeah. There's no doubt. You know, we talk about our Indigenous brothers and their uh, burning programs all those years ago. Yep. The problem we have now, right now, mm. and it's right across this area, is we haven't been burning in the wintertime. Mm. We need to reduce the amount of stuff, amount of material on the ground. So that's one learning from it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks for your chat this morning. Uh, obviously, it's a big thank you day uh, mm. at Crow's Nest Showgrounds on Sunday. Do we know what time it kicks off? Yeah, it's a, it kicks off about 5.30 or so, but uh, yep. we're, people will be arriving from about 4. Yep. And uh, we want them to just have a happy day to enjoy. Yep. And look, we ought to be very thankful we live in this space. And I am very proud of the effort that went into stopping that fire. That was a very bad fire, one of the worst we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's happening now, and it's so typically Toowoomba, is there are people around here who are starting to organise charities. All the posts have been burnt. The wires are ruined. Uh, there were, I spoke to a fellow yesterday who knows of the incidents where there were 100 cattle killed in the fire. Yeah. And all these sort of things have got to be tidied up. But there's an effort going on now by a charitable group to actually get people to donate fencing material so they can refence their properties. Wow, wonderful. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Do appreciate it. Uh, that's uh, Toowoomba Regional Council Mayor Paul Antonio. Thanks, Thank mate. you very much, Hamish. Thanks for what you do. Download the hit app. This is the show. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.